everybody, and welcome to the broadcast with Amanda, Shani, and Colleen. My name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is season seven, episode number 28, episode number 298. How is it going? Good. Pretty good. Excellent. Excellent. Um, Although we are recording this episode a week early, as you're hearing this, I am in my final few days in Nuremberg, Germany. I hope I'm having fun. I think you will be. I'm sure. Germany's pretty great. I think you'll be having a great time. Uh, it's supposed to snow <laughs> there. I was oh, like, oh my god. Boots. If this if I don't have snow boots actually. I mean just any waterproof boot will That's do. a good point. That's a good point. I'll have I to just got a new pair of waterproof boots mm. in the mail today from Timberland. Oh! excited about it i normally don't have like anything waterproof ever and it's you know it's been kind of problematic <laughs> yeah i yeah so same. i'm pretty excited that's awesome i have hiking boots no. that are waterproof but i take yes. those in the sewers so i don't think i want to pack them <laughs> yeah i mean i was i if you weren't leaving like in two days i would recommend timberland is still having a sale and they've got some pretty cute stuff it's not just like work boots maybe i'll go i'll go to like tj maxx or marshall's mm. tomorrow and see what they have that's true. That's that's probably a faster way to. I mean, it's, to do that. at this point, it's probably my only option. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yay! So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I uh, hope how you've all been enjoying my Instagrams this week. Indeed. So, are you going to go to Munich? I think so. So I misspoke last week. It is not a forty-five minute drive. It is about an hour and ten minutes by train. Okay. Oh, nice. So that's that's a day trip. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Also. And I really want to do this, but Jay is not so keen on this because of the logistics. It is only a four-hour train ride to Prague. Mm. Oh, Oh, not Prague. Vienna. Vienna. Sorry. It's eight hours to Prague. It's only four hours to Vienna. And I was like, man, there's a 6 a.m. train. Wouldn't it be awesome if we got on that train and we got there at 10 and then we, like, stayed until, like, 4 o'clock and then we could come back and be home by, like, bedtime? And he was like, but that's, that's still a very long. That's a very long a lot of train. Yeah. That's a lot of train. But we can like sleep on the train. I don't know. I'm with Jay. Yeah. I don't know. I would. I mean, or you could just spend more actual time in the place that you're in. Yeah. I know, but I'm going to be there for like six, seven days, eight days, like six full ones. I, mean, it's I would instead I... do like an overnight in Munich and then come back instead of like, you know. Yeah, but we have the hotel. I tail it all the way. To another country and back. I, I, I know, but it'd be so cool. Just be like, yeah, I went to Austria as well. I don't know. I mean, we're not, obviously we're not going to because I'm not going to go by myself. So <laughs> this is like a two people have to consent kind of trip. <laughs> yeah. oh, what about um, Salzburg? Because I know from Munich, um, from Munich to Salzburg, that's a more doable train ride. Okay. So I don't know how far it would be from, from Nuremberg. But Salzburg is like one of my favorite cities in the entire world. I shall look into it. So, you know, I'll doe a deer, it. female deer. <laughs> it's where the sound of music was filmed. Yes. Yes. Um, I'll have to look in then. Uh, look in then. I'll have to look into the, um, where that would be then. Since our hotel is right by the train station. So, um, no excuse to not do fun mm. things. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm still very anxious um, just about leaving my children and the country for that long because I have never been apart from them for the length of time that I will be gone for. But it will be okay. 
I guess. They're in good hands. They're in yeah. good hands. They're, you know, they're good and solid. They're old enough. They can handle it, you know. I guess. I'm you kidding. can FaceTime. You know, I it's like know. the time difference is not that extreme. I know. I'm still going to miss them, though. Well, of course. No. Oh, haircut. So I got my hair touched up today. And it was funny because I didn't, um, I didn't get like a cut or anything. So when we were, when she was done, like rinsing the dye out, like, you know, it all out, she was just like, all right. I was like, oh, all right. You're right. I guess I didn't pay for like the blowout and all that. But then it was awesome because she let me sit with my, one of those like dome thingies over my head and it was just heat to dry it. And that was pretty awesome. Nice. It took me a second. Uh, Thank you for saying that it was to touch up on the dye. Because when you said you got it touched up, I was like, what is that? No, that's, I had the exact same thought process. I'm like, like a trend? Yeah. Nah, just not like what adults, adults do with like real haircuts. No, my roots. Maintenance haircuts. I just, I go the every six month route, but I know like normal adults do like regular maintenance haircuts. No, I was just, I was, I was fixing my roots before I go to. Germany. Um, I probably would have waited another month to do it if I wasn't like going on a trip filled with selfies. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but anyway, um, all right. So this week we are um, talking about the sex lives of college girls, season two. Yeah. Yep. What'd you ladies think? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I loved it. I really enjoyed watching it. I. Couldn't put it down. And, you know, the ending is like, damn. Yeah. It's like you don't want, you know, there's some things that you don't want to have happened, but you're also like, okay, is this going to be how they, like, grow and, you know, so learn yeah. things and become better people. Yeah, so it's, like, it's an episode finale for a show that definitely knows it's getting another season. Exactly. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And then, you know, you're also like, oh, yeah, this is college like when they're supposed to be like becoming adults and learning these hard lessons um I did have a couple of of questions I didn't I was telling Colleen off air I I I watched it like pretty quickly uh towards when it first came out and then I was going to rewatch for this episode spoiler alert I cannot bring myself to rewatch things that I've just recently watched I yeah no it's the yeah Yeah. I get so I did I rewatched the first episode in the last episode to kind of like get back into it a little bit. And from those, I had a couple of notes. Um, My first question is, and I asked this because I went to a college that did not have, um, you know, like frats or sororities and didn't also didn't have sports teams. So humble brag, it was a pretty ideal college experience. So I'm wondering in, in the, you know, colleges that do have quote unquote Greek, whatever, Greek life. Greek life, yes, which I raised my fucking eyebrows at that, but that terminology. Um, are there really underwear parties? Is that like, does that kind of stuff? I know in season one, I think they go to a naked party and that's like, okay, you, like, you know, it's just being hyperbolic and, you know. I but love then, the naked party, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Mm. No, that was, She's teaching that was her funny. how to be subtle about it. Like, no, you, you look. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was great. But like, but then, but then, so that one, you know, like, obviously, no. The underwear party, I'm like, does that really happen? I think they because, have. Oh, have, I'm sure it does. I'm sure they really? have theme sure parties in the Greek. Yeah, like they have but theme parties. Like 
Greek life. Like, how many weird parties did we go to in college? That's like, a true. Ton. But ours were also like theater related. Not all of them, though. <laughs> I feel like I went to other parties that weren't theater parties. I mean, yes, the majority of them were. <laughs> <laughs> like we were fucking weird. Well, like uh, I definitely went to like an anything but a closed party. Like you know, oh, anything but closed party. Yeah, that's like real, yeah, that's true. Huh. We did go. Yeah, there. You're right. You're right. No, they they yeah. I I think that a lot of it is obviously sitcomed up. Yeah, yeah. But they, they it, it's all based on in reality, like things that that's wild do. to me. And I could see like the more like rich kid colleges having theme parties where like the students would have the resources to right, do too. things like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah. true. I totally. feel like I went to Harvard a few times to like to a friend of ours from college had a high school friend that went to Harvard, so we would go and just yeah. like some of the parties that they would have would just be like crazy. Yeah. Just weird. Yeah. Like, just, like, bizarre. Like, oh, rich, smart kids like, just have a <laughs> yeah. weird idea of what fun is. Yeah. It's a different, it's different just, planet. Yeah. Yes. Different, very different planet. I do just have to say, just because, because again, like, the frat stuff, like, was really a lot in the first episode. How fucking weird is it? I would love to know the origins, and I'm sure I could just Google them. But how how fucking weird is it that they just take some letters from a Greek alphabet and then they call it Greek life and they go around saying, you know, you're in like alpha, pi, delta, whatever, you know, whatever. Like, can we just pause for a moment and think about how fucking weird that is? If they had taken some All other right. form of I'll writing, Google like, it. like, I'll Japanese, Google it. Would it, would it be, oh, Japanese life? Like, that has a different ring to it. If you just had these Japanese characters and you're like, oh, this is Japanese. Like, what? And, like, the actual fraternities and sororities, like, they have absolutely nothing to do with Greece. It's just got – and then I think of, like, exchange students who come from Greece. And okay, so <laughs> like, wow, this the, is fucking weird. The first uh, known fraternity was founded in 1776 by John Heath, a student of the co- at the College of William and Mary. Um, he had gotten rejected by two Latin secret societies on his campus, so he decided to. So apparently, well, you know, there the, we go. it was, yeah. huh? So it was kind of like a big, big middle finger. It was a big fuck you it's to like, Latin. Well, to if the I Latin. can't be part of your Latin club, I'm going to pick some other. Like, yeah. So he decided, along with some friends, to create the ancient flat. romantic language. <laughs> yeah, it was like fuck your Latin. I'm going Greek. Right. That's way more complicated. He was like, you know how they have Orthodox Easter? Well, this is my version of of secret societies. (laughs) And joke's on them, because apparently that's the one that stuck. stuck, So he decided, along with some friends, to create the first collegiate Greek letter society, Phi Beta Kappa. So, uh, and this was a time when study... called to see what Greek life has become now. I don't know. If he was that, like, wild enough to start his own secret society, he might, uh, you know... Yeah, he might be into it. You know, the uh, inflation of John Heath in real time 2023, he might be like, this was my journey. This was my journey. This is where I wanted to end. My people, my people, my legacy. (laughs) But why is there an offshoot with women? Yeah, right. Because uh, feminism, Shandy. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We have to pick a new alphabet. Greek life has gone woke. I bet that anyone in a, that nobody in a fraternity or a sorority could even say the Greek alphabet. And I sure as fuck couldn't, but I don't like. Jay can do it. 
He learned it. Yeah, he learned it in like um like a rhythm, the same way like we learn Alabama, Alaska, mm-hmm. Arizona. So uh-huh. he can do the whole Greek alphabet. He just has to. Was like- he ever in a fraternity? Nope. See, just there you know. we go. Just an interesting hobby. Just an interesting <laughs> hobby. But it's you know proven my point. The only person that we collectively know who can actually say the alphabet in Greek was never in a fraternity. You know, the people that I that I know, like as adults who were in sororities, um, especially down here, like they really still love their like they treat it like a you know like a, a what's what's the word like um like, like a social any other club like any other like social club like they they like. kind of treat it like a. The sorority, I guess, like uh, it's like the best days of their lives, and they can't grow. No, young. no, I no. mean, like they yeah, they go I, to like reunions. Yeah. They go to like they go to like um like reunions, and they're like really big on um networking, like um professionally, because uh, yeah, they like the whole thing is their like whole thing is yeah. Like they like have community service. So it's like a so it's like an elitist system that just like remains. Even, but I think it depends. Even into I, think adulthood. It, I, I, I think it, it depends. totally depends. Like I think you know if you're thinking of sort of you know like in the way it's sort of framed in the series, like a kappa that is like very affluent and very white. That like yes, but I think you know I think there's a big like in historically black colleges there's yeah. a very like enthusiastic greek life and like that takes on a very different meaning in a very different context yes. so you know i think it's like anything like for all the problematic parts of it there are you know shades of gray so kamala harris because she went to a um hbc right i be- i believe so did she let's google it I yeah. she did Howard, i'm pretty sure i don't feel like that's she, um, i want to speak incorrectly she was in Alpha Alpha Kappa Alpha. She, it's one of the nine college-founded black sororities and fraternities. And I should have said HBCU, but I stopped my sentence short because I was reading at the same time and I can't read and talk, which is weird because I can, like, really talk at any point. Um, <laughs> she did go to – she did graduate from Howard. Yeah. I think, I think a, you know, just like with any club or extracurricular activity, sororities and fraternities are, you know, whatever you want to get out of them. And they all have different objectives and, and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. And they're they not all the same, but good. they have a, right, they can be a source of good, but they collectively have a pretty bad reputation, not for nothing. Yes. Oh, yeah. Both, both of those sentences <laughs> are true. Yes. Yeah, without a doubt. Okay. So... Back to uh, Sex Lives of College Girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, before we move on, let me just say, if you don't want to get spoiled, this is where your journey ends right now. Do you want to get spoiled? See you next Why week, did you folks? click on this episode? Because <laughs> um, we're going to get spoilery. So uh, here is your warning. All right. So favorite things about this season? I think it took way too long for Alicia to get back into the picture, but that's okay. I agree. Because then it, it did feel like they were just kind of shoehorning it in where, like, I would have mm. appreciated that build. Yes. Um, to happen. Like, I would have enjoyed a longer arc of that. I yes. was, like, glad we got there, but yeah. It, it, yeah. it felt a little rushed. I yeah. would have liked a little more time. But I loved, I really enjoyed the whole coming out stuff with yeah. Layton. Me too. I loved how she told her dad. I thought it was really actually hilarious that I thought it was hilarious that she found someone 
who was just like a snobbier version of herself mm-hmm. to fall in love with. Like, I thought that was really, what did they call that? Your, um, Oh, your doppelbanger. Do- <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's like, and it makes me wonder, you know, like as, you know, a cis heterosexual white woman, like, I wonder, is that a real thing? Or is that just like a joke that they made up for the show? It, it's brilliant. It's well, very funny. But like, is that a real thing? <laughs> I believe the co-showrunner, um, is it Justin Noble? Um, yeah. I follow him on Instagram um, and uh, he's flaming. So I but wonder if a lot of, in reality. yes, I wonder if a lot of that stuff does come does, uh, you know, I'm assuming the writer's room is also equally diverse. I would hope so. Yeah. 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 Um, I think we would have heard about it if yeah. it had not yeah. been. Yes. yes. Anyway, I, I really enjoyed that, the whole doppelbanger thing. And I thought it was interesting that they kind of made her likable up until you they needed to dump her. And then all of a yeah. sudden she wasn't yeah. likable again. Yeah. And I thought that right. was yeah, kind of yeah. forced. Agreed, because like, you you were like laying all this track, and it like it really almost felt like they're like, oh great, the actress that plays Alicia is free again. <laughs> okay, let's change directions and write her back into the show because we didn't want to lose her in the first place. But like, she like right. got booked in another show yeah. and was unavailable, so they had to write her out. And they're like, oh boy, we can write her back in. Quick, let's figure this out. Yes, um, but I did I I did like the stuff with the women's center at the end. Like, yeah, I, the too. characters all felt, oh, we've got Alina. <laughs> yeah, we've got cats chasing each other. Sorry. Sweet. Sweet. Mute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, women's center. yeah, we love that kind of stuff. It's a women's center up here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I really enjoyed how, I, I loved how Leighton went back in and still knew how everybody ticked and you had to talk to them all and was like making bids. I thought that that was really sweet. Yeah. Um, Really, I liked her arc. Speaking of actors that were unavailable, um, I did miss Nico. I'm not going to lie. Yes, he was great. Yeah, I did too. The neighbor was like a fine substitute, I guess. Okay. The whole joke about him being a climate refugee. (laughs) So ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. But very on brand for that show. Yeah. Yeah. But ridiculous at the same time. Um, Yeah. What did, let's, uh, do we want to go down? I liked how uh, they brought in more of the um, supporting characters too. Like Leela yeah. had a bigger part. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that was that was a note I wanted to bring up that I, I liked that there was more. Yes, Leela. Like that we started to grow her character. I still think she like could be a little expanded upon more. Like I want to get to know mm-hmm. her more. Yeah. I think she's still like a tiny season like, three. Yeah, she's not, like, yeah. one note, but she's, like, two notes, and I feel yeah. like she's, like, yeah. a whole octave, and I want to, yes. like, explore she her more. definitely is a whole octave. We're getting more of Kanan, though. Yes. I yes. like it. I like Kanan. Which, think. how do we feel about Kimberly continuing to fuck every hot guy on campus? I don't like it. Yeah. No, I, I think like Kimberly's, Kimberly's the fucking worst. Like, I like her, and she's she's the one that, like, at the beginning of season one, she's the one that, like... Sort of, I was gonna say more normal people, but that's you're supposed to root for her because people she's, who people yeah. who aren't like super rich, like me, I can identify with her yes. more. Yeah, and now you're like, oh, you suck. You're just like she's like selfish and doesn't think of others. And I really like I don't think that just because somebody dated somebody else 
that person is like forever off limits. You know, like I don't subscribe to that sort of philosophy, but mm. but you do have to think about people's feelings and if they're your like best friends. Yeah. And it's recent it and fresh. like uh and also come like on. it's yeah. like and maybe this is also going back to like people in their, you know, late teens, early twenties. Cause I was going to say like, there's so many people like you can just have a crush on somebody else. Like you'll have a crush on somebody different next week. But like then back then when those feelings feel so intense, right. and, like the most important thing in the world. And you're like, no, like that, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Right. No, I get agree. over it. Choose your friend. God, just be a better friend. <laughs> <laughs> what it just like, and it also just like, didn't feel earned to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, much the in the same thing. way of, like, bringing Alicia's character back. Like, it felt like it was, like, two episodes and then all mm. of a sudden – and it just, like, didn't feel earned. But then it's, like, you know, it was – I was it reading felt like, uh, an interview with um, yeah. the other showrunner, with um, Justin it, Noble. Yeah. Jason no- Justin. Justin Noble. And he was saying that that was a storyline that they always knew they were going to oh, do. Like, they always knew that it was there was going to – they were going to build the relationship between – like Kimberly and Kanan, and it was like, uh-huh. really, really, because, because I really enjoyed that, that they were friends. Me too. I like, really I like- fucking enjoyed seeing men and women just be friends. Yes. Right. Right. It's like, it, like hearing him say that that was always like an inevitable Ugh. thing that they were going to explore, and it was like, really, because it just, yeah. it's still like as a viewer, it didn't feel earned to me, and it like it felt like they wanted to like insert some conflict where there wasn't any. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it felt but, like to uh, me too. Or yeah. if that was inevitable, that and the Alicia thing and some of the other things that happened that we'll get to kind of felt like they had a checklist of here's how we're going to, this is what's going to happen in the beginning. This is what we're going to get to at the end. And they kind of ran out of space on the storyboard and they were like, you know what? Let's just hook them up. <laughs> Our audience will follow along. We'll just throw in all those great one-liners. We're good on the jokes. People will, and it's, we did because it's like yeah. the arc of the season. Like I'm on board. I loved it. I enjoyed it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's like those little moments. I was like, wait, I'm yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I love Kanan, but I don't want him to end up with Kimberly. And I hope that no. that is. I just I hope that that's you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they had like, only broken up. To like see what it does to Whitney and Kimberly's relationship. Too, yeah, because it's like they were clearly Ugh. fostering like a true yes friendship, and it's like. And, and not only Whitney and Kimberly, but then it's going to be Whitney and Layton because didn't Layton uh, Layton quit the sorority and turn down the social chair and the rooming with you know the premium room or whatever? And then Whitney just goes behind your back and is just like, I will, I heard there's a room open. So, I mean, honestly, I think Layton will be fine with that. I agree. I think out of everybody, Layton will be fine, but I I don't know if it's going to be, you know, uh an easy resolution where like she's mad at first and then by the end of the scene she's fine or whatever like i mean seriously all she has to do is say like hey explain the situation right because i think those two characters are much more that's true they're more forward whereas like kimberly is very like afraid of conflict and yeah Yeah. that's true that becomes all the more apparent which like asked like you know Uh, whitney asked her point blank like did anything happen last night and kimberly says no it's not it's because she's like afraid of the conflict yeah yeah so it's like you know i think whitney and lightning will be fine like they're both to the point they'll work out whatever it is but it's like that's where yeah i mean whitney was already in the sorority so it's not like she stole something from lightning and lightning said thanks no thanks 
Right. She was just taking advantage of an opening. Yeah. That's true. I Oh, you know what was hilarious? Which I totally saw coming. Like, this was the most predictable storyline in the scene. With the um, the food workers strike, when uh, the senator comes and she takes the picture. And as soon as she does that, I was like, oh, my. Jay and I looked at each other like, oh, my God, this guy is going to have own slaves. Like, it's going to be a thing. And then it was, but it was actually great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did like how they maneuvered that. Yeah, yeah. me too. Uh, okay, moving into, let's move into, um, let's move into Whitney and how I was yesterday years old when I learned that uh, the science partner dude is Julia Louis Dreyfus's son. Yeah, yeah those no idea. Nepo babies, they're everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. But I think that's why he um, looked yeah. familiar because I I have been kind of reading, <laughs> following along on Vulture's like Instagram, like with their big like Nepo baby thing. Oh. So I think I'd like I'd seen like he was in it, and I think maybe that's because mm. like this guy looks so familiar. Why does he look familiar? I don't know. I well, must have seen him in something. Yeah. <laughs> but he was fine. I love that his mom was like, "Yeah, I've watched it. He fucked some girl in the library. That was funny." <laughs> <laughs> It's Julia Louis Dreyfus with my mom. I know, right? <laughs> <sighs> no, uh, so the Whitney's arc thing was interesting this season where she was trying to find herself beyond soccer. Mm-hmm. And I really liked yeah. that they did that with her. Um, yeah, but at the same, and, and I thought the whole, okay, well, why don't you ask him, uh, if what was it? Are you going to ask if we're dating or whatever? And... I thought that that was absolutely hilarious that she realized that she didn't actually want to be dating him. Yeah. Um, like that whole thing was really funny. Uh, the friends, the um, I'm, I'm blanking on the name, the, the friend that's in the wheelchair that has the TikTok influencer. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Yeah, what's that character? Um, and then the other one, the lesbian, that was like giving Layton. Um, the soccer player? Yeah. Her yes. Soccer player like teammate. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Yeah, I love her. I could have more of that character, too. I feel like we don't see yeah. her often enough. Yes. I loved when she had Leighton. Um, was it like you can buy me a jacket or whatever <laughs> if I yes. step you up with her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, she's great. Uh, very happy that Whitney broke up with the uh, science dude, though. Yes. But I love that she, like, you know, figured out that she's really good at that. Yeah. You know? Well, through, mm-hmm. like, lots of hard work. And it's going to be like a science nerd. I think it's great. I yeah. know. Me too. Well, that felt like a really earned story. Like, it's like, yeah. I just, I love when a comedy can really like lay some track. Like, it's like that yeah. just, that was the slow burn all season. And it, it just was felt so satisfying. Yeah. yeah. And you know what this show I think has done well is where when it does like act as a social commentary without hitting you over the head with it. Like the whole storyline with the TA who kept mixing up. Oh my God, that was so good. Right? Yeah. And it wasn't like a whole big like focus of the, it, you know, just kind of, it made its point and it was enough uh-huh. that you remember that it happened and it was like a storyline, but it wasn't like two episodes dedicated to it. Yeah. Wait, I don't actually remember this. When point. he's, when Whitney's in that class and there's one other black woman in the class oh, right, right, and right. he keeps mis- mixing them up even when she has like repeatedly corrected him and then he keeps crying and then she has to like coddle his like white yeah. guilt and literal yeah. white tears yes. yes 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 exactly 
Um, no, that was. It was, was a nice great, twist yeah. that they made it a man that was crying white tears. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Whitney had a really strong season. I do too. Yeah, I and agree. Yeah, it's like to to both of your point, like there is something refreshing about not every like point needing to be on this very special episode of right that it can just sort of be I'm yeah. coming out. Great, that's awesome. And we yeah. move on with the story. It's like Yeah. And I like the Dude, I am a separate person from this other woman in class. Yeah. And yep. it's a joke and it's like we don't Yeah, it's like I think there is And I like that uh, the storylines are subtly reinforced by yeah. without yeah. without um for lack of a better term like the Greek chorus so like the other yeah. the the other chicks <laughs> that are in the sorority no no I think it's a well well used well Thank used you. continue well used pun continue like the the other women of color that are in the sorority like that hang out at the uh, house where Kanan lives where they're mm-hmm. Like Whitney's like, we're going to be better friends. And they're like, oh, you have the teacher that mixes you up. And mm-hmm. like that's reinforced there. And then um, uh, with the, the coming out thing, we have the, the side characters that are being Layton's wingman and all that. Um, do we want to talk about the Bella of it all? Because I did not like Bella. I thought Bella started off so strong. And I really yeah. liked the episode at the end where yes. her friend Priya came. Mm-hmm. But I uh, didn't love the rest of her story arc at all. I, yeah, I thought she was a monster. That was my note on that. But the very the last scene with her when she's explaining why she wants to transfer, it was like, okay, you're not a complete monster because you at least like are realizing what you have done. I'm excited to see where she goes in season three. Um, and I think it was really interesting that they went there, like all of the places that they took her. And I think it can be like a really interesting commentary on like internalized sexism. Uh, everything she went through in season one was really fucked up. And then she perpetuates a lot of those things in season two. It, like I, I thought it was, and it was, I thought also- it was interesting, but I, I mean, I wasn't happy like to watch her. It's like at every turn you're like, don't, don't do, this. do it. And then yeah. don't do it, yeah. Bella. No, stop. No, change like, the I picture. <laughs> the interesting layer of that is it's like, She's blinded by her own, like, ambition that none of it is ever, like, intentionally mean. Like, she's not doing things maliciously. It's like she's just so blinded by her own ambitions to be a comedy writer that, like, she's not stopping to think about how her actions affect other people negatively, which feels like a very immature thing that a very driven 18-year-old person would do that's exactly what i was gonna say is i think that above all this season really highlighted how bella is just very immature Mm -hmm. and where Mm -hmm. we've seen whitney grow up especially after what happened to her in season one we've seen layton grow up like you know she's willingly Mm -hmm. helping out with the women's center stuff now yes Um, exactly we're still waiting on kimberly now she's still still waiting on kimberly immature zone too she's very i would say yeah yeah, she's very mature she's like a (laughs) kimberly reminds me of somebody who was i mean we know she was very sheltered and Mm -hmm. you know whatever beforehand but she seems to me like somebody who had a lot of responsibility growing up and had to be mature but was mature for the sheltered life that she had versus going out into the real world and like kind of losing sight and just like her immaturity just like outshining everything else whereas Bella I think maybe she had the same thing maybe the difference is that 
uh, Whitney and um, Layton came from cities and had parents that, you know, weren't as involved and active in their lives. So they kind of had, they had more of that, like, privileged life where they did kind of, like, like, what was Layton talking about? How she was going to bars at, like, 14 or whatever. Like, maybe they, maybe it was just, like, difference in their upbringings. But definitely, Kim, I mean, maybe this season was about all Bella's fuck-ups. Um, and, but last season it was all about Kimberly's fuck-ups and she didn't like learn or mature from that. So I don't know. No, no, she really didn't. And I mean, I, like uh, being sheltered or growing up not in a city isn't an No, it's not an excuse. Well, and, and, and right. It doesn't, you know, I think it's a personality produce, trait versus right. like a, yeah, it doesn't know, produce selfishness. Yeah. Right. Whereas mm. one could argue that actually like having a very privileged life could very easily produce selfishness in somebody mm-hmm. who doesn't necessarily think about others' feelings. So, um, like but that was late no... in season one and late in exactly. And like kind of grew, grew yeah. out and of it. Kimberly still has a lot to learn. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, because she does kind of like play, not necessarily on purpose, but like the character plays up the sort of like naive, I'm not, from here Kimberly, of it all, but like Timothy Kimberly. Chalamet's sister. What's her name? Yes. Pauline, who looks like <laughs> who a Chalamet. Totally, who looks totally different like actress. Yes. Chalamet. The Chalamet. The Chalamet. Yeah. As much as, as much as I didn't know she was a Chalamet in season one until I think one of you pointed it out. Yeah, and then I, I was like, did. Oh, um, but now like, with her weight loss, head now. she looks, yeah, she looks yeah. very much. So yeah. much. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Those cheekbones. Those cheekbones. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like Bella is somebody who thought she was mature and thought she was grown up and thought like all these things about herself. But yes. really, she's learning a hard lesson now that yeah. she isn't quite the grown up that she thought she was. Um, but it's also a sign of maturity to want to just like quit and like go someplace else too. No, and that's what or I like. Es- I was or it's escaping instead. But of that's what I'm saying. It's a sign of immaturity. Yeah. Did I say immaturity? I'm sorry, so I thought sorry. you said maturity. No, immaturity. No, I apologize. Did. Okay, we're in agreement here. Okay. <laughs> but I I like that she she faced even, not even if she's not like facing it with her friends, she is at least telling somebody like she can narrate what she did wrong. Which means that she can like sit back and look and realize like, oh, I did all of these things wrong. So that gives me hope for her in the future. Because really by the end of the season, you just like don't like her at all. And that last scene with her really brought it back to, because she was like my favorite character. Yeah. love Bella. Even (laughs) in the beginning. In the sense that she doesn't like herself in that moment either. Which is sort of why you sort of think that it's like, it's not done maliciously. It's like, she just can't help herself. And then she steps back and is like, oh Oh, gosh, like there's a problem here. Like I keep doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and my question is then how are they going to get her to like, what's, what's going to be the explanation when, you know, in the beginning of season three, she's like, Oh, surprise. She's still at this school. Like, she just, she decided to, to stay after all. I don't know. You know what I mean? Cause that's like, how, that's how I'm curious to see. Cause obviously she's not leaving the show. So like, I'm yeah. very curious to see yeah. how they bring her back into the fold. Or she'll go to a different college for, like, the first episode and then regret it and then somehow transfer. Like, I don't, you know. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Or, like, she waited too long to, like, get the transfer papers in. And so, like, she, like. Or her parents wouldn't let her. or Yeah. Right. Like, I'm just, I'm curious to see how they bring her back. Because, yeah, yeah, it's. 
And also to see how what they do now that basically nobody's going to be living together anymore. Yeah. I mean, again, unless, you know, we come back to season three and by episode two, somehow they've all found their way back right. to each other. But as of right now, nobody's going to be living in the same place. So, yeah. Well, I think Layton said that, like, she was in on the like the quad. So I think at least we have like Kimberly and, and Layton that would potentially still. Maybe Kimberly and Layton. I mean, once Layton. Fi- yeah. No. Right. I was going think- to say once Layton finds out what Kimberly did, is she still good? But yeah, she probably would. It's not her, you know. Yeah. Layton's good about staying beef. out of other people's beefs in a way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe the two of them. Uh, I really. Def- did Sorry. you guys like. Um, what's her name? Uh, shit. Uh, the the, the uh, dude that Bella was dating slash the the, the Catalan Eric I, Eric I, I really grew to love Eric I'm yeah. so sad. me I, like, too if, yeah I the was, idea that we're losing Eric makes me very sad uh, yeah. same yeah. agreed I, I was love. seriously I was like angry for him when yeah because yeah. uh, I really grew to like him and really, I was like really this really is really good. Show. And I yeah, thought no, like they were great. so good for each other and yeah. really good for her. And I liked yeah. the relationship and it just felt so authentic and real and so much potential. And I yeah. will say one of the things that Frank commented watching it was, and he, he liked it, um, but he was like, wow, like they really only like men who are like hyper masculine, super muscly. Uh, and he was the one exception. And I was kind of like, that's a fair critique. And then they, I was like, they, okay, what's going on here? Are they purposefully objectifying the men because women are always objectified? I think or, so because <laughs> how many times do they make comments about it? Like, look at Leela's character and Bella's character. Like, they go out of their way to objectify men. So remember yeah. the whole season one, Bella's like, I'm fucking a guy with abs. And yeah, I'm his yeah. cluckle fuck. Chuckle cluck. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Chuckle fuck, chuckle fuck. There we go. Chuckle fuck. fuck. He's a chuckle fucker and she was an ab banger. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But it's true true that all of the guys, though, that Mm -hmm. any of them fuck are true in that in that mold. But but he was the one exception who was just like kind of like a normal, you know. Yeah. Normal. normal, Sorry. Like, you know what I mean? He, He was like not. Yeah. No, agree. Somebody who looks like he had to spend weeks in the gym before they started right. filming. That yes. he doesn't have a side hustle is like a in like a mag- magic Mike era like right, 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 right. strip show. Right. Was yeah. it season two or season one? <laughs> this is a terrible question. Where? Oh yes. Okay. So the whole I had forgotten th- that this was a storyline with the egg harvesting. Where she, Kimberly wants to, she's going to sell her eggs to pay the tuition. And she goes to her professor's house to ask her to co-sign the uh, loan before. Which is is super inappropriate. Which is super inappropriate to begin with. Because why is a professor going to co-sign your loan? Why would you you? feel that it's okay to ask that? But then, plot twist, which we all should have seen coming. The husband, the professor's yeah. husband at the dinner yeah. party, uh, hits on Kimberly. Yeah. <laughs> I think little... that was, like, always supposed to be, like, a storyline to, like, set up to fail. Like, it was always going to be, like, obviously this is not yeah. going to be how she stays here. Like, it's yeah, just yeah, to show yeah, yeah. that, like, she had to do a few things to get to. It was just very random, right. but also, like, selling. yeah. Right. And instead of having a creepy husband, the professor could have just, like, put up normal boundaries and been, like... 
I'm not comfortable doing that. Yes. Yes. And probably you shouldn't ask people that. <laughs> if you're not <laughs> like, if you're not like related to them or know which them. I think it's what she ultimately did, right? Like she was ultimately yeah, she, like, you know, she, she was was like, like, I a, don't feel comfortable about this, but like Kimberly like yeah. jumps to conclusions and it thinks it's because no, she was like, I talked to my, uh, I talked to my accountant and it's like not going to be good for my credit score or something. Cause yeah. she'll have a shit ton more debt on her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on her Feels like it's not probably not wise. No, no, um, no. Yeah, it was. I will say, sorry, um, sorry to deviate, but just while we're on the student loans thing, uh, I sort of loved how Leighton accompanied her to the loan office. Yes, and just to like you know, as somebody with student loans, just I it, I was tickled by how much they really that that loan person really wanted to give her a loan, even though it's like you know, an insane amount of money to give to, uh, you know, basically a teenager. Um, and Leighton, because she's rich, knows the questions to ask. Yep. Mm-hmm. And even like the interest rates, like, is it fixed or variable? I was like, oh, wow. You know, see, I wish I would have asked that when I was, but I didn't know what a variable interest rate was. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I like that Leighton helped give her shots. Yeah, no, that was really that and was really drove uh, her sweet. to yeah. uh, drove her to like the actual like have the procedure done. So I I I liked you know where they started like with all the girls being close. It just all kind yeah. of blew up. Oh, and I also love all part of like Leighton's general like growth. Yeah, yeah, story. Like it just helped to enrich that a little more. Like I think, you yeah. Know, to add that extra context of like it's not just like oh like they're growing and they're sort of like romantic relationships are forcing them right. to grow as humans that yeah. like their relationships with each, each other, other. Yeah, are like yeah. having a that. positive effect on who they're becoming you know yeah. it's like I think that's an important piece of it yeah no agreed um oh I really loved the um uh, fundraiser they that they had for the fraternity yeah, funny. to get them back in that was yeah. really funny do you think that Nico will be back next season I sure hope so. Because he was doing mm. a different project during this season, correct? Yeah. And that's why he wasn't on the show. Yeah. So hopefully he'll come back. But he, I mean, they said that he was in his senior year. So right. also, like once you're expelled, like, you know. You can't really yeah, come back. Well, yeah. I mean, he sort of mm-hmm. can't undo that. Like, I mean, I suppose it could a, be like yeah. a guest star. A year long. You know, oh. like he could sort of pop in. He could for come an visit. Here yeah, there. He can exactly. Come visit, visit but, like, his sister. Now that he's in grad school at the whatever school is like, you know, yeah. in the next town over or something. Yeah. What about, um, what's her name? <laughs> I am really winning tonight. Um, it will come back to me. <laughs> what's well, keep, just keep talking back. around it. We'll help you. Uh, yeah. I just completely lost. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll go back. I, I'm sure maybe moving on with my thought will help me go back to my other one. Um, what about Eric? You think we'll see Eric again? Part of know. Bella's growth? He seemed pretty adamant about, like, lose my number and, like, he has yeah. no other ties to the story. True. Where someone like a Keenan like, had other, like, yeah. ties to the to our story. To, yeah, like, that's very true. A part of the cast. Uh, oh, Priya. But, like, Eric is very separate. So, yeah. like. Also, it would be nice for Bella to learn to accept somebody's no. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think we all have to take the hit on that one. Yeah. I know. Ah, Which sucks. You, Bella. I mean, it yeah. sucks for us as the viewer too. Yeah. But, you know, actions have consequences. And I think that's, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. 
Do you think Priya will be a bigger part of season three since she's coming to the school, right? <gasps> oh, interesting. Maybe. I kind of hope so. Me too. I liked yeah. her. Yeah, me too. All right. Um, so I think, does anybody have any last thoughts for initially what we have? Because we have a ton of feedback that we can get into, and I'm sure that will also spur other conversation as well. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I mean, all I had as notes was the student loan stuff. Are there really underwear parties in college? Bella's a monster. Chalamet is awful. That's the entirety of my notes, and we've covered them all. All right. Great. Very good, then. Also, more Leela all the time. Every the time. time she made a joke, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I need I need more of that. Every time she objectified somebody that Kimberly was having sex with, it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Then let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back, and we will do the feedback. All right, we're back. We're ready to hear what you guys thought about the sex lives of college broads. I mean, girls. Um, <laughs> mine was non-existent. Um, okay. Let's see. Um, we're going to start with Matt, because we always save your emails for last, Matt. We're going to go get right on it tonight first. Here we go. Um, all right. So Matt has to say uh, the subject is the sex lives of college girls season two. Quick thoughts. And Matt says... Hey, Rods, I did a quick rewatch of the last two episodes since I haven't seen the show since it aired. Uh, so this may be more of a collection of quick thoughts than a complete review. I really enjoyed this season. The chemistry of the core four has really gelled and allowed them to give the great supporting cast a chance to so- shine like the show's secret weapon, Leela. We were just talking about that. <laughs> great. Matt, we agree on this. Paragraph one. Check. Simpatico. <laughs> <laughs> It was an interesting choice to have a first season breakout character, Bella, screw over almost all of her friends outside of the main four. I wonder where the transfer reveal is going for season three. Check. So did Us we. too. Us too. Still, still in sync. Um, also, super proud of Bella for not being the one to accidentally out uh, Layton, which I totally thought could be a possibility for happening this season. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also surprised, they didn't contrive a way to keep the four together. It almost felt like a finale, which, considering what's going on at HBO Max, isn't out of the realm of possibility. Luckily, it was renewed for now. Uh, Fun fact, the actor who plays Andrew is the son of Brad Hall and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Check, (laughs) We know. (laughs) In other casting trivia, for those of us who've been watching The God of War Ragnarok, one of Eric's dads is played by the guy who played uh, Sindri. Um, hmm. No, but I it is on my list, actually, to watch that. It, that was a whole bunch of words. Right. <laughs> I, I think it has to do with Ragnarok. Thor. Right? Ragnarok was a Thor thing. I loved that movie. Uh, Taiko Waititi, oh man. God. He could do no wrong in my book. No. Directs that- a mean movie. Very funny. Yeah, so God of War Ragnarok, I believe, is... Um, it's a video game. Oh, but uh, but I th- isn't there a isn't there a TV show? Uh, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Um, oh, it's a video game. That's a PS3 game. Okay, so that's not on my list to play. I thought that there was also a, a TV show that was that too, but I guess I'm wrong. But mm. now we all know he's been playing that. So cool. Uh, did anybody actually do one of those group sprints in their underwear? Or is that a thing that only happens in co- TV and co- movies about college? Okay, Matt, were you listening Dude. to our conversation <laughs> before? 
I was before never, they happen. Oh my goodness! I was never aware of anything like that at my college. Although there was a streaker during the screening on the quad of Spider Man. This is amazing. Like Matt is very in sync with us tonight. Yes, yes. it's like we synced up. All right. While it was nice, critiques. Finally, yeah. Our critiques synced up. Yes. Our critical cycle has sunk, sank, (laughs) sank. (laughs) Like the Titanic. Yes. The the Titanic sank or sunk? Sink, sank, sunk. Sink, sank, sunk. Um, (laughs) To finish. Back to Christmas movies. It all comes around. (laughs) You always pick up what I'm putting down. (laughs) While it was nice to have them put out two episodes a week when it aired, it did not alleviate my fears that this would be a part of the great HBO Max purge. Looking forward to season Mm -hmm. three, but also they don't. Also hoping they don't suck and shelve it for a tax write-off, Matt. Me too. But I feel like this yeah. is one of those shows that has a very good chance of being picked up by another network, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, given that like Mindy Kaling has deals with Netflix, like I feel like it could get shopped somewhere else. Yeah. If, I will know. say, speaking of Mindy Kaling, randomly... Velma sucked. Over the past week or we two, I started this. watching The Mindy Project because I'd never seen it. Oh, how is it? I had to stop. Really? I mean, mm-hmm. parts of it are kind of funny. It did not age well. It is so fucking fat phobic in every single goddamn episode really? that I had to be like, I'm done. I never was, seen I was disappointed. <laughs> oh, it's a bummer. That is a bummer. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't watched it. So yeah, yeah, same. I didn't make it out of season one, so maybe it gets better. I don't mm-hmm. know. But it's like one of those things where you're like, oh, probably I would have laughed at more of this had I watched it in... 2012 or whenever the fuck it came out, but um, we've all moved on. All right, good yeah. to know. Yeah, if not that I ever had it on my list, but if I were ever to, I will not know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you, Matt. Uh, it's always nice to be in sync with you. You're <laughs> <laughs> here. here. Um, our next email is from Kayla. All right, Kayla writes in. Hello, broads. Here are my thoughts on season two. I was once again sad to see Pauline uh, Chalamet, Kim, had lost so much weight for the season. I'm really hoping she wasn't pressured by anyone to do so. It was nice seeing someone who wasn't a stick in sex scenes for once. I have to just pause and say, yeah, it's like I didn't want to say it on the episode because I don't want to shame her either way. Because I don't want to comment on her weight. But I agree. I did have that thought of like, hopefully she wasn't pressured. How Also, Mm -hmm. how could you not be? Mm. pressured you know um but i agree it was really nice to see somebody who is not a stick before and well but layton's also layton's not not beautifully curvy yeah yes true true but you know anyway okay so uh kayla continues uh leela is still my fave she had the best lines of the season hands down oh we didn't even talk about how leela is in the um female catullin yeah Yeah, i loved that like i feel like that was one of the few moments of like bella doing something good yeah like that was awesome okay sorry it was she was you know she was riding high until she crashed and burned yeah (laughs) uh love jocelyn as well and hope they jocelyn season that's it that's the tiktoker in the wheelchair (laughs) there we go as much as I miss Nico, I did end up liking Climate Refugee's character and that ultimately he was a good dude. Plus was always nice to look at. Fair. 
Yeah. Agreed. Fair critique. Love everyone's support of Leighton coming out, especially her dad, since his reaction was so similar to my dad's after my post in October coming out publicly. I had told my parents several times before, including right after Cheeto Face was elected, but it had always seemed like they just conveniently forgot with the heteronormative comments they would make. So that was really nice to see that representation of positive reactions to someone coming out. Heart. Aw, heart. Mm. Yeah. And heart. So I like can't it. See this I also picture. liked her mom's reaction to her, but that also kind of felt like it doesn't jive with what we've seen of this character right. before. It didn't but I'll take it. But yeah. okay. But you know, I think that was it surprised Leighton, and I think that that just goes to show that sometimes people can surprise you. You might be nervous because you know how they are, but you know, people can some once in a while people can surprise you. They can. Mm, yeah. Maybe the problem is she was so one-dimensionally awful before yeah. that. Right. Yeah. Well, that's because we were seeing her busy trying to eye-fuck her son. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that is still that text message conversation at the dinner. It's so great. <laughs> is she trying to fuck her that's son? That's so great. That's so funny. <laughs> like the best part. Great yeah, payoff. Really okay, sorry. Um... <laughs> Kayla continues, loved Leighton and Kim's friendship this season with the shots and taking Kim to get her eggs removed. Kayla's also reading our minds. I know. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was really cute and heartwarming to see how far they've come. And once again, a nice reprieve from the trope of always pitting women against each other. Yes, definitely agreed. For the main four's arcs. I really liked Leighton's arc this season. season. Hashtag team Alicia. Amen. (laughs) Whitney's was good besides her anxious attachment slash trust issues with Kanan. Also loved how they handled the racist TA. Kim's arc was going so well up until Kanan, which I felt like their chemistry wasn't all there. It wasn't there at all. No, it wasn't. It was friendship. It was Uh friendship. Yeah. Since I really liked them as friends. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Seemed very out of character for her to do that too, since she's such a loyal friend. I know, uh, I know, him and Whitney were broken up, but that's always messy with friends' exes. I don't see. I don't think that that's out of character for uh, Kimberly anymore, because we've yeah, because she's kind of mm-hmm. awful. Yeah, yeah, like she's <laughs> she kind of keeps doing this stuff. Right. She is very drawn to a washboard ebb. Yeah. <laughs> she just can't help herself. Yeah, but don't forget she was fucking Nico behind Layton's back last season. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. And Bella. Oof. Oof. Yeah. She mm. really took a turn this season and just spiraled out of control. While she was my fave the first season and still loved a lot of her lines this season, it was so hard to watch her make these poor decisions slash how she treated people. It was still sad to see her ask for a transfer at the end of the show. Loved the short. The short king. He That's loved right. the short king episode, though. Yes, yeah, yeah. She mm. she loved herself a short king. She loved herself a short king. <laughs> yeah. uh, overall, I thought it was pretty good. Not as good as the first season, I think, because there was a lot of unnecessary drama slash. Uh, don't like what they did with Bella and Kim's characters, but I still enjoyed it and thought it was just as funny. It'll be interesting to see what they do next season with all those cliffhangers, though. Love y'all, Kayla. Kayla basically read our minds too. Yes. Somebody should show this yeah. episode, make the somebody that is a part of the team at this show 
They should listen to this episode because when we say people are saying, multiple people are saying yeah. the same things about this episode. They really are. Mm-hmm, independent mm-hmm. of each other. <laughs> Indeed. Um, anyway, thank you guys for that. We had had some face... Well, okay, we've got... Let's do the voicemail from Maggie. Um, we have some facey back. If there's time, we'll do it um, at the end. Otherwise, we can save it for our first normal episode back, which we'll be recording on Tuesday, February 7th, with special guest Frank. As promised to the patrons, he's going to join us for a couple of minutes to tell us about his Sundance experience. Have we asked him yet, officially? Um, I talked to him on the phone. Okay. Sure. <laughs> cool. Like, does he know that he's been volunteering? Does he know, does he know he's been in? Tell him we just, like, take, like, 15 to 20 minutes of his time, and then I we'll mean, let him so get like back to So, like, a broadcast time that's 35 minutes. Right, right, right. right. Well, He'll be here. It's fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> He'll be happy to hang out. Yeah. Um... Awesome. Okay, so we've got two voicemails from Maggie. I believe that they go into each other. Um, so that's let's. That's what she said. That's what mm. she said. Mm. Well, then let's go. Hey, Amanda, Cindy, and Colleen. It's Maggie. Time to say hello. Um, and a few things, if I remember them all. Um, first question is Should I read I Dare Got It to Me and Margaret before watching the movie? I have never seen it. I don't know why. Um, I like Judy Bloom because I could have a book of her book, but I just never, I never read her either. God, it's me, Margaret. I waited. I'm on hold for it at the library. Not too long. Um, but I'm not getting it like tomorrow either. So I was like, well, should I wait, watch the movie, and then read the book? So it's us. Um, yeah, it's really kind of weird that I haven't read that one yet. Um, as for TV shows, if you are not watching, the Last of Us, oh my god, it's so good. Um, two episodes have aired so far. Um, it's really good. A little creepy, um, I'm a, you know, but I can I can deal with it. I have a blanket to cover my eyes when I need to. Um, very excited about some of the show, a few of the shows. Agatha's show, um, another one now, I can't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, there's very, very exciting shows coming out. Um, Mandalorian wasn't on the list that you mentioned, which I'm excited about that. And I have another TV show to watch on Apple, on Apple TV Plus, called Bad Sisters. There's five sisters in Ireland, and one of them has an awful husband, and the other sisters decide that the husband needs to die. So it's kind of a the chick's goodbye Earl situation in a TV show. I'm literally I'm, writing I'm that down it. right now. It's really fun. Um, <laughs> and yeah, oh, I have. I don't think I've ever wanted a character dead as quick as I did at this guy in this show. Like, you're like five minutes in and you're like, oh yeah, you need to. <laughs> like, you are the worst. So yeah, I'm excited for, to try to keep up with all the things um, that are coming out new. All the things that you guys are, ladies are going to be talking about. Can you get a list of like all of the the stuff when someone's coming out in the shows? Because I listen and then I'm like, wait, what do I have to? What should I watch? I do try to keep up. I'm not always the best at it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go see um, everywhere, everything everywhere all at once tonight at the movie theater. By the time everybody hears this, it'll be too late. But they put because it got nominated for like 11 Oscars. 
this week, so they put it back in the movie theater. I'm nice. very excited. Oh, I've been cool. wanting to see it for a while. Oh. So, I hope you ladies have a good show. Oh, here's part two. Hey, Brad, it's Maggie again. Sorry, I was almost done. Okay. Um, oh, I did want to add to the haircut debate. Um, I do not shower right after a haircut because they style it nicely. And I want to uh, take that as long as I can because my hair does not do what I want it to do. But it listens to a hairdresser. I don't know why. So, yeah. Sorry, Sandy. Um, yes, I think that's it. I think I forgot some other things I was going to say. If I think of them, I will call you back. So, as I was saying before, Colleen, have a wonderful time in Germany. And I can't wait to hear about it. And everybody else, have a good few weeks. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so much good stuff in that voicemail, Maggie. Um, I hope you enjoyed the movie. I've been telling these ladies for like seven months to go see Everything Everywhere All at Once. I started it. Yeah, I do really want to see it. It's just like, yeah, it just hasn't worked out yet. I know. And it's definitely one you have to be awake. You need to be sober. And you need to be paying attention. <laughs> Yes. Well, it's still dry January, so <laughs> now's the time. <laughs> um, uh, yes, you should definitely read "Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret." First, it's a, it's a, it's a not even a YA book; it's a tween book. You can read yeah, it in a day. It's a quick read. Yeah, um, the Last of Us definitely on the list. I'll probably wait till there's a little more, a bunch more episodes out, um, just because you guys know how I really hate having to do, like, weekly. It's just so, ugh. Um, mm. There was a request by Matt for us to watch it and talk about it, but I don't think that the, I'm going to make a, go out on a limb and say The Last of Us may not be your jams. What's it about? Zombies. <laughs> mm. <laughs> not exactly my jam. That's That's accurate. Okay. Oh, when we watch it, I'll let you guys know if it's something that I think that you guys would be able to, would it like or not, like would be able to watch without like, you know, turning it off after like five minutes. Mm. Um, I, I was, don't know if I've ever watched a, one of the zombie things. I never watched the, Walking Dead ever. Shaun of the Dead. Know. Big fan of Shaun of the Dead. Oh, Shaun of the Dead oh, is I fun. I have seen Shaun very, of the Dead, but I feel like that, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, what else did she, oh, Bad Sisters, never heard of it, but I'll check it out at some point. No, no me either. Um, haircut debate. Sorry, Shandy, Maggie's on our it's side. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. And then, um, uh, oh, so she asked, did she ask for a list of what's coming up on this channel? Yes. Okay. So I had this pulled up to talk about in the beginning, but I totally forgot. So let me do this real quick. Um, Thank you, Maggie, for that awesome voicemail. We uh, super appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next time. Uh, okay, so Bye. we'll be back. Normal episode, February 7th. Um, on Sunday, February 12th, it's episode number 300, so we are going to do a champagne brunch. I think time to be determined, or are we thinking like 11-ish? What time? Uh, yeah. Eastern. Okay, so tentatively morning-ish Eastern time, mid-late-late morning um on sunday february 12th so we'll celebrate 300 ah or we oh do a gosh, lucille bluth ah <laughs> a gene parmesan ah <laughs> um 
And then on Tuesday, February 14th, we're going to be recording um, an episode talking about Wednesday, the Netflix TV show, and that will air on February 24th. We will not have a, we will not, so between February 14th, we're not recording another new episode again until Thursday, March 2nd. Um, and then it'll just be a regular episode on March 14th. We'll be talking about Now and Then and Stand By Me. Um, yeah. On April 11th, Yellow Jacket Season 2. And then May 9th, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. And then The World is Our Oyster. So exciting. Yes. Yes. Um, yay. Oh, and then, I mean, technically the following week we would all hopefully be here at the same time for the live the meet uh the podcast meetup weekend i don't know yeah. if we're do a live what, show or not it's meetup weekend i don't actually have the it 19th on my it's the 19th so okay um all right i'll figure that out yeah and you know every week i've been trying to post the episode stuff to my personal blog too and i have a list on there so you can not to like pimp my shit or whatever but like it's it's on there this list is what i'm reading it from because i wrote it out today and like did it in bullet point and whatnot so you can always use that as a reference or write it down go back two minutes and <laughs> write it down what i just said um I'll, maybe i will also put in the facebook group too um if i can remember to do that but yeah good talk ladies <laughs> lena did you like sex lives no you weren't here for sex lives of college girls season two <laughs> She'll no. have to tell us what she thinks of Wednesday. Oh, that's going to be right up her black cat alley. Right up her black cat alley. Oh, my gosh. Guys, I am into it. I am enjoying Wednesday. I cannot wait to talk about it. Oh, good. Not that I think I wasn't going to enjoy it, but, like, I'm, yeah. I'm glad I'm finally watching it. I'm very yeah. much enjoying the ride is what I'm trying to say. Do you agree with my original assessment that it is Sabrina meets Harry Potter? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, on that note, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, we will hit up the f- uh, facey back when we get back, since that's more general. Um, so anybody that did not listen to this episode now because uh, they didn't want to be spoiled, they won't miss out on the general facey back. So we will save that for the next episode. Thank you all, though, for that. If you have any other feedback to leave us, thebroadcasters3 at gmail.com. You can leave a voicemail like Maggie did, 331-276-2373, or um, any of the Facebook groups. We've got the patrons one, the regular Jay and Jack one, and then there's a broadcast Facebook page, too, that I um, have been trying to post you twice a week as well. So um, anywhere you want to leave us feedback, Go for it. Check out the Instagram. We've got cat videos now. It's great. Super great. Yeah, um, we're on our way to going viral. Woo-hoo! I know. I, I was going to say, at what point is it considered viral? I don't know. There is, I've there never is been a point, viral. And um, I don't know it off the top of my head. Like, the industry I work in, there, there is like what you consider viral, and I, I can't remember. Okay. I'll look into it. Oh, it's maybe a few more, but you know. we'll see. We'll see uh, I, I, think, I think technically, I think at what it's at thirteen. Mm. Cool. Let's see. Um, while you're looking up that, sorry, I forgot to mention February seventh. We need to be live for the hangout level patrons. So if you are a hangout level patron, oh, February seventh. As long as I've got a plane that came back and landed me on time on the day before um <laughs> well, let's hope so mm-hmm. fingers crossed exactly 
13,586 views, 927 likes, hearts, 33 shares, for us, for us, that's huge. We can consider that viral for us. Yeah. I think it is a bit on like a sliding scale. You know, I've never seen the Ramblecast get that many likes or views. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who knew? Kittens, man. I mean, everyone knew. Everyone knew. It's no secret that people like cat videos on the internet. But yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. So on that note, everybody, if you'd like to become a patron and join us live at the Hangout level on February 7th, patreon.com slash Jay and Jack. Otherwise, get your get your Wednesday watching in and get us that feedback by the 14th. If you have any other feedback, again, you I just said it like a minute ago, where you can send that feedback to. Um yeah. Okay. Do I have anything else? Did I get everything? Oh, thank you to the patrons, especially the ones that contribute to a certain level. And that would be Eckhart Rigner, Maggie the Magnificent, Joanne with a Plan, and Ed the Creepy Poopy Head Mailman. Yay! Thank you, guys. All right. On that note, for real, thank you for listening. Um, we'll see you next time. My name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Peace out. Or Bye. am I supposed to say, like, Guten Tag? <laughs> Does that mean thank you or hello? What does that even mean? I don't even know. Hello. Hello. Oh. Good day. Danke is thank you. Danke. How do you say goodbye? Avidasin. Tschüss. Avidasin. Goodbye. I'll let you know next week. All right. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye.